Thank you for your kindness with the offering. That's very, very kind. Thank you. And very timely in our world. Well, thank you, Jade. Uh, while Jade's been very kind and lovely, would you like to encourage her? Okay, well, what has been your best holiday ever, E-V-A, ever, <laughs> just to be young, so far in life? What's been your best holiday ever, so far in life? Turn to the person in the left and the right and share your best holiday ever. Okay, best holidays ever. Sell us, sell us somewhere. Come on, sell us somewhere. Yes. Of course. And float them off. <laughs> nice. Wow. Great. Hawaii. Where else? Come on. Turkey. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Nice. Excellent. Hawaii, Turkey. Really? Oh, cool. That's fun. Excellent. Camper vanning in New Zealand. Excellent. One more from my right. Come on. Favorite holiday? Sell me somewhere. Japan. Japan. Oh, nice. Like it. It's good. All right. Now, the relevance of that is coming. Don't you worry. <laughs> Who would be happy to read? Oh, Luke, would you be happy to come and read? It's here. Joshua 1. Have you got your Bibles? Joshua 1, and we're going to read verses 1 to 9. So, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I'll give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to your right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you'll be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. There are four things we would love to encourage us and then we're going to have a time of prayer into any of those four things this afternoon. Four things we'd love to encourage us 
about living out this calling from God in our life to be courageous. Um, so four things we'd love to share. First one is simply this. Have I got any people in this room here this afternoon who love reminiscing the good days? Have I got anyone in the room who loves reminiscing? Anyone born in 1970? All right. Well, I love the good old days. <laughs> I love uh, when I was uh, in youth group, my youth leader at the time uh, took his work van and, take, uh, and took three of uh, my friends in the youth group and he would bring us from Ride, which is where I grew up in good old Ride, and he would bring us down to Jeringong and Jeroa and the pie shop at Robertson. Do I have any amens? And for seven years he did this. Seven years. He absolutely um, was a rugby union guy, so he didn't like surfing. But me and my three friends did in ride. I don't know how that worked out. And, uh, and for seven years he would bring us down here. So I know Kayama quite well. I mean, only where the pie shop is. Um, and I know Jeringong and, and Jeroa quite well, uh, but only where the beach party is. And for seven years, he would do this because he was trying to help us where we were at with God at the time. Then, seven years finishes, and I'm 21. Today, I'm 46. And uh, I was wondering, when would I ever get to come back to Kayama, Jeringong, and Droa in my life? Because if you played the songs that I used to listen to in those days by Ganga Jang, I would just float into heaven uh, in a surfing kind of way, and I would just be a happy guy. Well, anyway, this year I got to come back because my daughter, our daughter, uh, called Laura, who is nine, uh, sorry, 11, uh, <laughs> sorry, she's 11, uh, she has started to surf, and she said to me uh, at the end of last year, she said, Dad, next uh, year in the January holidays, I want a whole day with you and I want you to take me to your favourite surfing places ever. And I was like, the best, because I haven't been there for 20 years. This will be fun. So I got to relive my special days with my daughter uh, earlier this year in, uh, in Jeringong and Jeroa and the pie shop in Robertson. And I love it. But I'm a bit naughty with reminiscing. I've got all my old books that whenever I'm feeling sad and all my old movies and my old music, whenever I'm feeling low and down, I go back there. And I just try and hope that one day these days will come back. And someone needs to get me, and here's my first point, and say, Matt, Moses is no longer here with us. I mean, we won't be too dramatic and say Moses is dead. Moses has passed away. He has gone. And the present reality is now in your hands. Go. When I read this, the, first be the, the beginning here that we've just read in Joshua 1, uh, when that, just that first couple of verses, which normally when you might read a book of the Bible, you go to the first couple of verses, whatever. Uh, it's just a bit boring. I get hit straight away by the reality that uh, Joshua needed to get right, and that is, my leader has gone. Those good old days are good and they're old, 
and they're behind me and I am now in charge with a community to go and do the things that God wants us to do. But I can't keep harking back to the past and just sit there and enjoy in my head. I've got to remember who God is in the past, but know that he is now here with me in the future and whether things are going to happen or not is now in my hands. Hmm? If So, uh, an older friend in my life this week said to me, Matt, I think, and I'm passing on his thought, and you can give me a mm-hmm or a mm. uh, His thought is, we today, and just talking church land and not central as much as just the church in general, we are more familiar today with what we've got to let go of than familiar with what we've got to take hold of. And he was Anglican and said that. I'm teasing. I love the Anglican Church. Um, I just thought that is very, very on. We are so familiar with today what's going to happen to us if things don't go well rather than saying, you know what, in Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit, I can't wait for that to happen. So we've just come back off a mission trip in April to the north with a whole bunch of of you and and others and it's literally a reality that there are church buildings that will be empty, they just will, in about 15 years time because the present congregation whom I love and they were beautiful and wonderful with us, they're just going to pass away and there is no one under the age of 70 in these three churches. There's no one. And the beautiful minister, Lynn, who's the minister up there of Yamba, McLean and Iluka, she's got three. So they don't give her one, they've given her three suburbs to manage the church. She, therefore, has responded to that reality and spent all of her final day's income on a dream. And the dream is this, and we got to experience it. She built a boat. It's a 50-person houseboat. It floats on the Clarence River. It's called the Church of the Resurrection. And um, no, the Church on the Clarence, and there's a little by tag, the Resurrection. And she floats down the river to dock at different places along the way and run kids' clubs and run uh, mental illness programs and... Uh, She took the Burns unit from the Brisbane uh, Hospital a couple of weeks ago on it. She's run a wedding on it. She's just trying to find ways to not live in the past, but to be present with uh, the future and dream of what could be. Amen? So, first point is this. Moses has passed away. And we need to not get familiar with what's going to happen to us if we do nothing, We need to, in faith with Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, his imagination in our brokenness and weariness, and I've done this before, reality, wonder about the future in Christ and do that, rather than, oh, do you remember what so-and-so used to do and what we used to do in the old days? Like, I could waste hours on that talk. First point, Moses has passed away The baton is in our hands. The future is in our hands. Let's, with the Holy Spirit, imagine 
with him what it will be like as we continue to live out the good news of Jesus. Okay, second reflection about being courageous. So the first one is, is to basically with the past, celebrate it, but leave it and live in the pre- present and the future. Second thing we've been learning about being courageous with Christ this year is, uh, from the camp we ran in Goulburn in April. So we, went, we ran one in Goulburn, uh, and then we ran one in uh, Coffs Harbour in April. The first one that we ran in Goulburn, we learnt this, that we must follow our convictions, but always test it with wise people. So, for us, we've been running a, a camp in, in Goulburn and Canberra for the last uh, four or five years. We've had a change of leadership and we were wondering whether to keep going with it when we didn't have the present leader. So we thought, look, out of faithfulness, we'll keep it going. So we kept it going. But this year when we ran it, we didn't have to run it. We just didn't need to do it. We'd done the faithful thing with the year before, but we didn't need to do it. But there was just a conviction within us, it's risky, I don't have a leader in Canberra at the moment, I've got a beautiful team, but I didn't know whether to do it. So I went to my wise people in my life. All right, turn to the person next to you and name two wise people in your life. Go. It is an absolute reality for a lot of people that they don't know some older, wiser people in their life. And it's a beautiful thing that we in the church have all ages. Amen. And we learn absolutely from one another. It is a way of the church to step out and follow its convictions that the Holy Spirit is asking it to, fo- to follow. But it's always, always, always got to be tested and brought together with the wise people of the church. And I, uh, for one, being a youth pastor who still has not really grown up, have always got to make sure that any idea, let's take 250 kids on buses and I don't know how this is going to work. Let's always take this to wise people to see whether I am nuts but let's do it or whether I'm just nuts and stop it. At Goulburn this year, though, we had to learn that it was in our conviction, we thought, we thought, we didn't know, we thought it was the right thing to do to run this camp again. And praise God, in April, uh, 85 young people from Wagga Wagga and Canberra and Goulburn got together and at this place called Liminus House in Goulburn, uh, we ran a camp and people came to Christ, filled with the Holy Spirit, got ideas and dreams of how to serve in the community they rolled up their sleeves during the camp and, and built community gardens that the church is reaching out into the community with. And so we're thankful that we followed through on a conviction, but convictions are um, often just thoughts. And it's lovely to have wise people in your life say, no, it's not just a thought, Matt, I think God is in that and let's go and do it. And equally, Matt, that's a wonderful thought and I love you very much and here's another five sentences to build you up before it comes. But Matt, we're not going to do that and that's okay. Joshua had to follow his convictions. He had to trust that God was saying to him, be strong and courageous. It wasn't written in tablets of stone. By faith, he believed God was saying, be strong and courageous and go but he is surrounded in a community and the community this time 
said, we will go. We will go. So that's, that's one thing we've learned about being courageous this year in the Lord is to follow convictions but have the backing of wise people in your life. It's very important. Uh, the, th- the third thing, uh, up at Coffs, when we took 250 young people up to Coffs and then went and served Yamba and Iluka and Wulgulga and things, uh, places like this, we learned this year that it's not about trying to be crazy with Jesus, but it's simply about being obedient. So, uh, sometimes in the church, in Instagram church and Facebook church and uh, what, uh, YouTube church, what kind of can get a little bit up there with likes and woohoo is craziness like crazy things to do for God and everyone's like you're crazy and it's like a it's like a badge of honor in the church at times man that's wild it's like yeah well Jesus doesn't find our wild ideas wild the Red Sea for him was not like oh that's wild it was natural to him it wasn't a big thing. I mean, he just built the universe. <laughs> like, parting one of his little creeks was, was fine, right? Jesus is interested in obedience. The aim of being courageous is not to be like, you're such a courageous person. It's good on you for trusting God on that one. Good on you for being obedient. There, were, Of course, before leading up to taking these kids up to cost of course there were testing and the best and the funniest one was this we had it all together my logistical people in my life were like this is actually going to (laughs) work one week out phone rings the bus company we'd met them we'd seen them we had done the whole itinerary with them and the cut a week of phone calling story short they said we're pulling out. Okay, I'm just starting the camp in Goulburn and now I've got to find a bus company and do the whole itinerary with them again for 250 kids and not tell all the youth pastors this. Okay, well, praise God, literally that morning in making the phone calls, it all came together. We got a much better price, which was amazing. Like it all came together, which we're very, very thankful for. But it was one of these moments of just realizing, I'm not doing this to to have a wild YouTube hit. I'm not doing this that someone might say, that was really stupid in Jesus, but good on you. I was doing this because as much as I could understand, this is what we thought God had said to do. Now, the hardest place to be obedient to Jesus is not in this room, it's in my room in West Belrose. In my house, that's the hardest place for me to be obedient. What are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about things like standing up for Jesus at the dinner time table. Huh? Well, where I come from, if you want to go um, and talk about wonderful things about Jesus, everyone, of, a part of whom I and my family will go, that's great and that's good, but let's talk about all the silly things that happened today. And sometimes at home, it can feel hard to stand up for Jesus. And it's not just me, because there are days I am not excited and thrilled about being passionate about Jesus. I'm way more interested in another app that's just come out. 
or about something else that someone's done. And there are times that my children and my beautiful Emma have to say to me, Matt, please, could you help us to be inspired about following Jesus? And there are times I just find it difficult at home with my beautiful family. It's about me. It's not about them. It's about me finding it difficult to be obedient to Jesus when I could wash up, when I could clean up, when I could just do other, play FIFA with the kids, like whatever it is. I find so many ways to not be obedient to Jesus in my house. And therefore, if I walk out of my home like that, it's so much harder to be authentic with being obedient with Jesus in a Christian organization and in the church because I'm not living out from this at home. Does anyone find home hard? Does anyone, will anyone find going home tonight after having dinner together and just feeling great and then you go home and it's like I'm tempted to do so many other things that Jesus is not even interested in and in fact might pollute my mind in just subtle ways. Jesus and, and the Father and the Holy Spirit are trying to help us to be obedient more than crazy. But no one posts anything about being obedient in the mundane, in the Monday morning moment. No one posts that one. So we can be fooled into thinking life has always got to be up, 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 energy, 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 up, 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 crazy, crazy with God when he just wants us to enjoy the secret place with him. I mean, Jesus promotes this. Just close your closet door and pray. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Just do this in secret because I'm after obedience. All right, turn to the person next to you. I'm just trying to help us relate with the scripture. Where do you find it hard to be obedient? Where do you find it hard? And just to maybe help you out, home, work, uni, school, church, uh, in the street, where do you just find it tough to be obedient with Jesus? Where? And you can say, no, I'm absolutely fine everywhere. So, last one. What does it mean in growing and being courageous? So, thought about uh, making sure that the past is past and we stay in the present. Uh, we're thinking about following our convictions, always testing it with wise people. It's not about being crazy, but being obedient. And the last one is something we learned was this. We just ran a young adults uh, retreat um, a couple of weekends ago up at lovely Fitzroy Falls, everyone. What a lovely place. And uh, there we had a, a whole group of people come, uh, half of the people we knew and half of the people we didn't. And so I'm a bit of a scaredy cat. So when I'm with people I don't know, but I, and you ask me to be who I am, I find it a bit hard because I'm a bit of a chameleon and a scaredy cat, a cat that's a chameleon. Anyway, so um, while we were leading this retreat, one of my team members said, you better not balk out of being 
uh, led by the Spirit, Matt, because there were a number of the new people who were there were from a little bit more from the conservative side of the Kingdom of God family, which is fine. Love them. And we were all there. But when that happens, when there's people who are there and we're like, we're going to have a time of prayer ministry, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I just, sometimes I just get a bit tired of feeling like the loony, right? And I just thought, oh, I don't want to do it this time, so let's just sing and sing and sing and <laughs> sing, right? Let's not step out into some of the other gifts of the Spirit, because then I'm going to, yeah, that's right, he's weird. And <laughs> so... That moment came, and here's the little thought, that growing and being courageous means stay true to who you are, but try and lead others with you. So that's, I find that really hard. But I watch at times when someone in my church community goes to a conference, comes back, they're excited! And in their excitement, and all the other guys are nearly asleep, in their excitement, they don't help others catch their excitement. They don't help others find out how they too can get excited. They just be excited for as long as their batteries can last and everyone else around them is... And no one benefits. It's really hard leading a community all onto the same page and place. It's just hard work. It's hard leading a family all together to be in the same place. But it's authentic and it's community and that's the way Jesus has designed us. Joshua led not himself, I'm being strong and courageous and you guys do what you want. As a community, we're crossing. As a community, we're doing this. We're doing this together and we're going to have to go on an, a journey to all get into the same place. So could I just say to anyone who like always finds themselves getting excited about Christ but no one else around them, welcome. But please, it's better that you would help those around you than you just keep being excited. We need you to equip others and take them with you so that this fire might get a bit more widespread. At home, um, I've been aware in my own life of how big the lack is about sharing Jesus with people in my street. Now, I can either go to my family and start an alpha campaign, or I could say with my family, I know about you, but there's something I'd like to do, but I don't want to do this by myself. So where do you want to start? And if the starting point is you need to convince us that we're not going to become that Looney Tune family in the street, then we'll go to the next step. So if that's what we've got to do together, well, then that's what we've got to do. And my impatience is going to be on fire because I just want to go. I just want to go and do it. But if I go and do that, I'll leave the other four behind. Now, they do the same with me as well, with the things that they get excited about. But I've just been praying of late, which has finally happened by the time I've turned 46. Jesus, I don't want to go into our street unless we're going to do it together. 
And as a church, I don't want us to go out into the street unless we're going to go and do it together. And as a church, if we want to learn to heal the sick, I don't want it just to be excited Mary or excited Ben who go off to a conference. We're all going to go. We're all going to do this together. And whatever it was, like it doesn't have to be the healing thing. It could be any of them. The things that we need to do, we need to go and do this together. So to be courageous isn't about us getting fired up and excited by ourselves. Being courageous is about as a community together going into the passion of Jesus together. As long as this is going to take. And I just think we're going to end up with a much more authentic together community which is against the grains of our culture, which is I this and I that. We have got to do this together. And if we do this together, then there's a lot more people who are going to come to Jesus. So, if we would add courage, we're going to see a lot more people come to know the Lord. If we add courage, we're going to see us much more as a community do this together but someone and someones are going to need to make a choice about whether we're going to do this or not, because it is a choice. Be courageous. Don't be discouraged. Be courageous. I know discouragement really, really well, and I need to make the choice again tonight to be courageous, and again tomorrow to be courageous, to be obedient to do it with one another, that God would be glorified. Amen. Well, could I invite uh, Brayden and the team up? And we're not just going to sing because I'm frightened of uh, nothing happening. So, um, would you all be happy if we stood because I understand and I feel the same. I'm nearly asleep. You ready? Let we stand. Or, uh, Carol, you can sit, yeah. <laughs> Luke, is that fine? Or, yes. So, um, we have sung to the Lord, we've opened his word, and... Before we have dinner, just love to make space and time for anyone who would love some prayers to be prayed over them, someone who would love to step out into what God has brought up for you tonight. And so the only pressure that's here right now is just for us to listen together to the Holy Spirit and to respond together. Uh, my, ego is, my ego has gone I'm a dad, I haven't got any left. And so it doesn't, like if no one comes, if no one wants prayer, that's okay. I don't mind. But what I do mind if someone does want prayer and we don't do it. Yeah? Um, but we, will, we probably will use a song or two or one as, as a prayer together to pray, to do something together. Um, but So before we do that, yes, Dan, I'm going to pass this microphone back to Brayden. Let's all just be aware with the Holy Spirit what 
God would love to do next. Okay, so while we're just waiting with the Holy Spirit, Father, we just want to ask here this afternoon that what you say in your word would become true in our experience, that we would know that you are with us, that we would thank you for what has been, but we would with you walk into what is next. Come, Holy Spirit. Come that we might walk into your next steps, helping with the kingdom of God growing. 